As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Welcome to the Life Coaching for Men podcast, where real life meets real coaching. I'm your host, Dr. Darren Wilson. Uh, welcome in, everyone. Episode number 109 of the Life Coaching for Men podcast. Hope everybody's doing well out there and you're staying out of this heat that we're experiencing, uh, certainly here in the South and We've been out in the Midwest uh, the last week, and it was excruciatingly hot, about 110 with, uh, I guess they say it's a dry heat, but it may be the hottest I've ever been in my life. Uh, even when the wind blew, we were we were hot, but um, but we had a good week, and it was good to get away. Um, Natalie's doing well, so appreciate all the well wishes there, and uh, appreciate also, uh, there's been three or four more uh, reviews that have come in over the last week. So thank you for that, especially those of you who listen on iTunes. So really appreciate that and, and appreciate the love for the podcast. Would continue to encourage you to share this with others. Uh, if you found this information helpful, then uh, perhaps some other guys will too. So um, feel free to share and um, and reach out to me if, if not only if you need some help or you want to work, but just uh, just to tell me how things are going and and if there are specific topics that you would like for me to address on the podcast and in future episodes, I'd be glad to hear from you as well. So drdarrenwilson.com uh, or drdarrenwilson at gmail.com and uh, would love to hear from you. So hope all is well with you. So this week, the topic is patience. And I titled this Patience is Learned because for me in particular, it is something that is not only learned, but it is an ongoing learning experience <laughs> or an ongoing learning journey. And some of you out there who have uh, these same trials that I do um, can certainly understand that and certainly relate if you are by nature a, a patient person. Uh, I would say good for you. Uh, you probably struggle in some other area, which is 
often the case, right? Maybe we we're very confident, but yet we uh, we struggle in you know another area of our life. So if patience is not something that you um, you deal with, and and you're a you're a pretty patient person by nature, or you've already learned this, then then I will say great for you and kudos. But for those of us who want things done, you know, yesterday, today, or tomorrow, today, we, we want things done now, right? And we don't, we don't like to wait. Um, and certainly over the past, you know, 10, 15 years, I think this has just gotten exponentially uh, tougher or even magnified because of our iPhones and, you know, cell phones in general, and we want things now right? You can Google something. You want the answer. We don't like to stand in line. We have fast passes. Um, we're able to uh, pay ahead. You can get a ticket ahead, right, for a movie, so you don't have to even worry about that. You can actually pre-order popcorn. You can pre-order drinks, whatever, um, for the movie because we've become such a generation of wanting things now. And there, there's nothing wrong with efficiency. Um, I like efficiency too. But it's when we notice that we are becoming increasingly impatient, not only with ourselves, but with those around us, right? And it affects us in a negative way, and it affects others in a negative way. And we are not as productive when we are extremely impatient because I think it impacts and impedes our thinking. And, you know, part of this work, as I talk about a lot, is clean thinking and clear thinking. And we want to make sure that we are thinking kind of above the fray, right? I like to think about, you know, if you kind of got this cloud and there's this cloud around you when you're so impatient and you just feel that angst and you're just like, oh, it's got to be done. And, I, you know, I want it done now. Or I want this. I want the situation remedied. I want it taken care of, and you just you make poor decisions. You say things you you don't want to say. You say things that you regret. When in fact you can and you are able to be in the present with your impatience and all, then you are able to actually see what's going on around you. And so I want to tell you a little story, and then I'll, I'll give you a few few things that hopefully will help you. Um, learn to be more patient. Um, are there times where impatience is probably good? Sure. I mean, I, you know, we all want, you know, our goals to be accomplished maybe quicker. Or we all want, you know, things to be uh, more expedited along. But I want you to notice that and know that and, and come at it from a place of this is my intention. You know, I am, I am being intentionally impatient, if you will. Okay, so quick, kind of a quick story. Going out to our trip, we we live in Atlanta, and so if you've flown through Atlanta, you know the Atlanta airport is the busiest, or Bob's back and forth being the busiest airport in the country, and it is usually extremely efficient. I will say that um, I don't mind flying in and out of Atlanta. Uh, the worst part probably is parking and getting in, but even once you get in. It's once you've flown in and out of there, um, unless you've got probably a connecting flight to somewhere because it's a big airport, uh, it's fairly easy to get around. There's a lot of food. It's clean. It's again, it's very efficient. Uh, flights typically run on time and you know what's been going on in the, in the country over the last couple of weeks, but flights typically run on time. 
Uh, it's a Delta hub. You can get to anywhere practically in the world from Atlanta. So I don't, I don't mind flying in and out of Atlanta. However, we are supposed to fly at 11 a.m. Uh, this was last Saturday morning. So we get up. We're fairly early, and you guys know I like to be early. So I had gotten, and my wife did a good job. We got down there. We were there plenty of time. We were about two hours early. Um, we have TSA. We get right through security. It's great. We are ready to go. We're going to grab a little breakfast and just be prepared for our flight. And lo and behold, we no more than sit down at the gate and the flight's delayed. So the flights, first of all, you know, I've got the app, so it pops up and, you know, it's delayed about 50 minutes. I'm like, man, we're already here early. Got a 50 minute delay. It's fine. You know, life's good. We're here. No issues. So we finish our breakfast. We do our thing. Got some coffee. We're just, you know, just kind of chilling out, just just waiting. And then the next delay. Now it's an hour and a half. Same thing, right? It's starting to well. Long story short, we have a four-hour delay. Four hours. So now we're in the Atlanta airport for four hours. So my patience, right, is already being tested. And the people around, you can just hear. Everyone that has the app and the monitors come up, you can hear the... the Ah, right, the groan and the sighs um, go amongst the airport. And then, and then they change gates. And so finally, four hours later, um, we, we do take off. So we have that. Well, then coming back, it gets even more interesting. Coming back, no problem. We get on the plane. We land in Atlanta. And again, I have told you before that the Atlanta airport's pretty efficient, right? I just said that a few minutes ago. Baggage claim is extremely efficient. I mean, typically by the time, regardless of where you are, even if you're at the gates closest to baggage claim, typically by the time you get to baggage claim, it's already running and your bags are there. Well, we get there, bag, baggage claim is not running. We're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. And mind you, it is 11.15 at night now. Okay, 11.15, we're there waiting on our bags. We wait, we wait, we wait. Probably 20 minutes now. After we've waited there, the baggage claim starts. Things running around. I'm not kidding you. The fourth bag off is one of our one of our suitcases. Life's great. Get it off. Typically, you put them both on at the same time, right? They come off generally in you know a, a, a decent amount of time between the two. <sighs> so we wait and we wait and we wait. And the last bag comes off. And even before that, I'd said our luggage, there's something's wrong. Because typically they'll come off, you know, somewhat in order. No bag. So my bag has not arrived. So now we're at, I don't know, 11.45, almost 12. We have to go stand in line. Have to put a claim in. Have to talk to the agent. Put the claim in. She says they're going to mail our bag, so that's great. Finally, we get out to the the bus that's going to take us to the car the lady is in no hurry it's just my wife and I we wait another 10 minutes just sitting there finally we go we get to the car and we 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 head home patience and my bag showed up two days later it got mailed so that was nice so I tell you the story to tell you a couple things one in years past I would have not handled that situation well I would have been upset inside I would have been pacing I would have probably taken it out on my spouse. 
I would have probably taken it out on the people around me. I would have certainly taken it out on the agent that was there who was super nice, by the way. Um, and I was very nice to her because my, my thought life was very good in that moment, even though it was almost 1 a.m. And I, I reflected on the way kind of home. And I even I even said to, to Natalie, I said, you know, I was pretty patient there. And she goes, you were very patient. <laughs> you know, almost like she gave me the look like, why were you so patient? Um, and it's because I was in control of my body and I was in control of my thought life. Right. And I knew that there was not one thing that I could do to change the situation. So even going out, even with the four-hour delay, I really did a pretty good job staying aware, staying in the present, staying within myself, and then coming back, certainly. you know. I, and, and so what are some of the things that I have learned to do that has changed over the years that has helped me become more patient? And again, disclaimer, I am not certainly not perfect at this. Some days I'm not even good at this. But in this situation, I was extremely good. And I think it's I think it's beneficial for some of you who are not patient by nature and who struggle in this area. The first thing is to be very, very aware of your present. Be very aware of your present. So whatever is going around you, block out what's happened in the past, block out what you want to happen in the future, and just become aware. And ask yourself this question, what can I do in this moment to change this situation? What can I do in this moment to affect what is going on and what I feel like is happening to me? I think that's a great question. And if that answer is nothing, then right then and there, you start to tell you, there's nothing I can do. Do I like it? No. Do I want to be in the airport at midnight? No. Do I want my bag to not be here? No. Do I want to find out that they sent it to L.A. instead of Atlanta? No. Can I do anything about it? Not really. I can go report it to the agent. Now, I can be a jerk to the agent if I so choose. She didn't have anything to do with it, right? I can be kind to the agent and choose kindness. Guess what? You're probably going to get some kindness back. And she was extremely kind, extremely helpful. My bag shows up two days later, just like she said it would. But I was in the present moment, and I knew that I couldn't do anything to change the situation. And if you can't change it, then recognize that and realize that and know that the only thing you're doing in that moment, if you decide to let it overwhelm you, and to let those emotions come out and come through you, you are just losing your power. That's all you're doing. And in those moments, I was able to retain my power. So no one around me knew if I was frustrated, if I was struggling, if I was upset. All they knew was I was a guy standing in line waiting, waiting for a bag at midnight. So much power in that, right? So much power in that. So ask yourself, is there something I can do? If the answer is yes, I can do something, then start going through and say, okay, what can I do and what makes the most sense for me in this moment? Because if you're able to affect change and if you're able to affect positive change, then you can take the steps to actually go do that. What are some things you can do? So there are times where, you know, there are things in your control. You're getting a little impatient. 
Maybe it's something at work. Maybe it's something you're waiting on from someone else at work. And maybe they're not delivering the way you think they should or even the way they're supposed to. What are some things you can do in that moment? You can email. You can text. You can call. Phones do actually still work if you pick them up and dial them, right? You can call. See what you can do to affect that positive change. And can you, in doing that, retain your power? Can you stay as patient as possible? Can you stay as calm as possible knowing that you're trying to affect this change, but you want to retain that power because it comes so much more clearly for you and and more lovingly, just quite frankly, when you're able to do that because the other person receiving probably doesn't want to hear what you have to say anyway, especially if you're if you're a boss, especially if you're executive an executive over them and you're asking for this and they haven't delivered. But if you can show up in a way, then you don't have to be a pushover, but you show up in a way that's kind but firm and patient because you're living in the present and because you're so in in your own power, man, that will go so much farther than you losing it on them, right? Or you losing it on yourself, okay? So ask yourself, can I, can I change this? And then answer it. If you can, great. See what you can do. If you can't, then know that. But stay in the present. And then one of the best things that, that you know, I think you can do, name the things you're grateful for, even through this impatience. You know, if you're stuck in traffic, what are some things you're thankful for? Hey, you're safe. You're in a car. You've got air conditioning. Right? Your tires are pumped up. You have transportation. Like all of a sudden, even if you're late and even if it's a mess, there are things you can do to be grateful for in those moments and your patience level will, will grow. You will become more patient, even if you don't want to. And here's the other thing. You can choose always to be impatient. You can choose that. But you can ask yourself, do I want to be impatient here? And if that answer is yes, then go on and be impatient. Do whatever you want to do. But notice if that's the way you really want to show up. Is that the version of yourself that you're wanting to display? I don't care about for other people. I mean, I do, but not really. But for you, are you wanting to show up in that way? Okay, so try those techniques this week. Try those if you notice you're getting patient. Ask yourself those questions. And then ask yourself, is this how I want to show up? And then you can go to that next level like we talk about and see where it's feeling inside of you. And then you can start naming that impatience, right? Is it in your heart? Is it in your chest? Is it in your back? You know, is it in your gut? Where do you feel that? And you go, oh, that's, that's what impatience feels like. How do I start to change that? And well, some other ways you start to change is you start to change the way you're thinking about it, right? And that's what we do. And that will help you, my friends. That will help you each day become a little calmer, right? Become a little more in control, become a little less anxious because you're not so impatient with all of those people around you. And remember, you can't control the humans. You can only control yourself. All right, friends. I hope that helps. Hope you have a great week. Reach out to me if I can help you. We'll see you next time. Take care, everyone. 
Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If I can help you in any way, reach out to me today, drdarrenwilson at gmail.com or go to the website, drdarrenwilson.com and sign up for a consult today. Can't wait to see you soon. Take care, everyone. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.